top of the morning, top of the morning. This is Pastor Richie. Today is Tuesday. I hope you're having an outstanding morning. I got a little time, so I want to talk to you this morning. What God has put on my heart for the summer, two seeds, seeds of mercy and seeds of service. As you give mercy, Matthew 5 and 7, blessed are the merciful, you will obtain mercy. And as you serve, God is not unrighteous, Hebrews 6 and 10, to forget your work and your labor of love that you've shown unto the saints and that you minister and do minister. Uh, we oftentimes find ourselves in a place that we're trying to figure out, Lord, what am I going to do based on what's against me? There are a lot of us, and you'll catch the repulse, that you are up against it. There's some things that are that you are facing that are so big that you really have no idea what to do. This word today is specifically designed with servants in mind. Uh, for those who have connected with people and partnered with people, and now because you partner with them, things start to happen. Now, I begin to teach on 2 Kings chapter 6 and verse number 1 that the place was too straight and every man needed to grab <coughs> a beam and put themselves in position and partner with that which was prophetic. But if you keep reading the text, after the axe head recovers, the Bible says that after the prophet gets into a comfortable space, then that's when the attack happens. Those of us who are connected to prophetic anointings, those of us who are connected uh, to ministries that speak the mind of God, I believe every ministry has a prophetic edge to it, that the mind of God is released. And when you sow into those ministries, when you, when you sow to make sure that those things and the purposes of those houses are manifest, uh, sometimes there is an attack. But I want to speak to servants today. You're connected to someone in leadership. You want things to work in their favor. And oftentimes when you are serving, you want to make sure things don't happen. You, you want to give and you want to sow and you want to be available so that things don't happen. I, I want to be a gap filler. The Bible says in Isaiah 59, there was no man in place. But if there was a man in place, uh, the, the, the hedge said, the hedge could be built up. There would be reinforcements if there was a man in place, the intercessor. So oftentimes when you're serving under a prophetic anointing, you partner as an intercessor and you partner to cover and to make sure that the prophet is in a comfortable place. The prophet Elisha is in a comfortable place in this season, in his life, because they created space for him. God's going to bless you because you want to see things go well in the lives of other people. That's for everybody. God's going to bless you. And I'm at a red light. God's going to bless you because it is your desire to see the people in your world comfortable. That's why we work as hard as we do. We want our children to be comfortable. We want our husbands to be comfortable, our families, our wives. We want the people that we're connected to to be comfortable. But the Bible says, now that you're in a good 
space, prophetic people. Now that you're in a comfortable space, oftentimes prophetic people, we are, we are always dealing with levels of warfare because when we get still, we can hear God. When, when you get still, you can hear God. Watch this. The enemy, he started to attack the children of Israel. And the Bible says that the prophet was able to tell the king the next move of the enemy. It's, it's very important to understand that God wants to give you an instruction so, so that you will miss things. So, so that the enemy can't even find you. You do realize that it, had they known who Jesus was, they wouldn't have crucified him. But they couldn't find him. They, they couldn't locate uh, him. They didn't understand who he was in the earth. See, when God is in your life, what is against you, it's a challenge for it to locate you because of where God has placed you in heart, in mind. See, he that dwelleth, Psalms 91, in the secret place of the most high God shall abide under the shadow of the all. God will hide you. God will hide you so that bitterness can't reach your heart. God will hide you so that animosity and the things that reach other people won't reach your heart. And God will also hide what he wants to do in your life from the enemy. And he'll even keep things from the enemy. So God doesn't allow the enemy to take advantage of his chosen people. God puts a prophet, God puts a prophet in place to make sure that his chosen people have exactly what they need. And watch this. The enemy gets upset. Read 2 Kings chapter 6. The Bible says that the, the enemy says, every time I try to come against the children of Israel, it's like my, my plans are, are thrown off. What's, what's going on? Do we have a snitch in the camp? Is it somebody that's, that's given out information because I have no idea how they know my next move. I want to say this to the people of God. That's why being in a still place is important. I'm going to talk to you for a few moments. Being in a still place is important. The reason being in a still place is important is because while you're in this still place, God allows you to see and to understand what's going on in your world. You can hear on a level that you were not able to hear before. Discernment is key. The Bible says that the prophet is able to see what is what the children of Israel are being faced with. And because he can see it, now other people gain the benefit. The Bible says that the enemy says it, it, it got to be a snitch in the camp. But the Bible says, and you read it in your leaves in 2 Kings chapter 6, they say, no, sir, there's a prophet in the midst. And, and this prophet, he can see you when you're in, your, when you're in the bathroom. This, this prophet can tell you your next move. See, oftentimes what's happening in our world, the Bible says there, there is an attack. They, they seek to cut off the prophetic voice that's in the environment because the prophetic voice won't just allow the devil to do what he wants to do. See, being connected in proper alignment with leadership, it, it, you're being covered. 
you are covered and it doesn't allow the enemy to do what he wants to do. Watch this. Being connected to God. When you talk to God in prayer, God gives you privileged information. And this information, these instructions that he give you, he, he'll give you an instruction and say, move about like this. Handle yourself like this. Don't, don't talk like this. I'm going to give you the tongue of the Lord. I, I'm going to teach you how to engage uh, with people. This, this person has designs to do this, but don't engage them. Just get out the way. See, when God gives you a, a word, he, he'll redirect your path. That's why it's important to trust him with all your heart and not lean to your own understanding. But in all your ways, you acknowledge him that he would direct your path. So the Bible says that now they are at a point where the enemy has surrounded them. The young servant, he goes out, 2 Kings chapter 6, verse number 16, and he's asking his master, he says, what shall we do? I have no idea what we are going to do. See, but when you trust God, while other people and those around you are, are trying to figure out what are you going to do, God, you understand that he's already given you an insight. There are those around us. Oftentimes, it's not our faith. Sometimes what we are concerned about is will those around me be able to deal with the challenge and, and the resistance that comes with moving towards purpose. So the prophet is not moved. The prophet is not moved in any way, shape, or form. He, he prays for the person that doesn't have sight. In just a few moments, I, I want to pray for servants today. I want to pray for those who are maintaining environments. I, I want to pray for those who, who it is your assignment to make sure that other people are comfortable. I, I want to pray for you uh, today because oftentimes when you are assigned to make sure that everybody else is comfortable, you got blind spots. There are things that you can't see. So the Bible says that this servant, he can't see what's going on in the spirit. He, all he sees is the enemy. There are those of us just based on what we have experienced. Our life's experience is if it's going to happen, I need to make it happen. Our, our whole life experience is if it's something that's going to work, I have to try to, I have to try to work it out. You you are not even accustomed to help. You are not even uh, accustomed to receiving assistance. So uh, servants oftentimes are not accustomed to receiving assistance. They, they are not accustomed to being uh, considered because they understand at the end of the day, the buck stops with me, but not with God. See, when you got God in your life and when you have served a godly purpose, God will make sure that he gets to you exactly what you need. No more blind servants in this season. Uh, uh, no, low, no more blind servants in this season. No more blind servants in this season. Uh, God wants you to serve with insight. God wants you to serve with insight. The Bible says that this servant, he's serving, but he don't have no eyes. He, he's serving, but he, he can't see. He doesn't have faith. Watch this. You're serving, but you don't have faith for better. See, the Bible says that he's serving, but all he sees is what his natural eye can comprehend. It's 
It's more against us. It's I see the enemy. I want to pray that your eyes come open. I want to pray that God uh, uh, takes the scales off your eyes. The Bible says that a prophetic person, Elisha, uh, he, he prays for him. He says, I, I pray that your eyes would be open today. And the Bible says that when his eyes are open, his perspective changes. The Bible says that the eyes of your understanding might be enlightened in the revelation, in the knowledge of Jesus. God wants to give you insight. Every servant, your portion is insight. Because you serve, God is going to make sure your eyes come open. Because you serve, and watch this. Because you serve, you put yourself in compromising positions. The, the conflict, the, the problem, nobody else was willing to go out and, and see it first. But you're the one that's always in, you're on time. You, you handle things with, with diligence. You, you handle things with excellence and order. And the only reason that you are identifying this problem is because you seek solutions. That's what servants do. Servants don't just bring up problems for the sake of calling them out. But this servant clearly was designed to be a solution because he was the son. He was one of the sons of the prophet and he created space for the prophet to be comfortable. So he wasn't lazy. The Bible says that his eyes open. The prophet gives him insight. The prophet prays and God takes the scales off his eyes so that he can see what is for them. Now watch this. When God opens the eyes of the servant, the servant says they are more with us than against us. I want you to understand that as you enter into this Tuesday, there is more working for you than against you. There is more working for you. All things work together for good. See, when you love God and you have the call according, there is more working, there is more working for you than against you. I want you to hear that. There are, see, there are things Behind the scenes, let your faith be ignited today. Just like there are demons, there are angels, there are messengers, there are angelic hosts that God has put on assignment. Read Psalms 103. He, he gives his angels. He, his angels have authority and rule. They, they, they move at his commandment, not my commandment, but at his commandment. The Bible says that he sees angelic interaction. He sees that God is working. That while the enemy thinks they are surrounded and they are done, there is an angelic host that is designed to get rid of the enemy. But watch this. The Bible says that the prophet, opposed to having the ups on the enemy and taking advantage of them, and this is where we are in this season. This is not about fighting. It's about feeding your enemy. When God puts you in a position and now you have a choice because your voice in the life of your enemy is going gonna, is gonna to come to a point. You are going to enter a season that those that offended you, those who attacked you, you are going to come full circle 
with those people and the choice that you make at that moment will will determine the blessings and the favor that God wants to release in your life. The Bible says that the prophet, he says, I pray that blindness cover you. The Bible says that an entire camp, the enemy that was against them, they can no longer see. See, the prophetic takes, not only does the prophetic give us insight, that's a good thing. The, the prophetic gives us insight, but the prophetic also blinds the eyes of the enemy. It, it doesn't just give us instructions so that we miss things. That's a great thing. That, that's beautiful. But the prophetic also takes the eyes out of your enemy. See, if you take the eyes out of your enemy, he can no longer fight you. Uh, see, the prophetic makes the enemy vulnerable. See, when God gives you instructions, the enemy is vulnerable. He can no longer see your path. He, he can no longer see uh, your way. The intentions that the devil has for your life uh, will amount to nothing because God has an insight that'll blind your enemy. Anytime glory comes in, people are blinded. Anytime glory comes in, uh, flesh can't stand it. Uh, anytime glory comes in, uh, flesh can't glory in his presence. The Bible says that they are, they are blinded. See, the prophet releases a word that allows the servant's eyes to open. He prays for his eyes and now uh, the enemy, he prays that they are smoked with blindness. The Bible says that they lead them out towards the camp. They, they, they lead them out and they think they're going one way, but they're actually coming before the king. The Bible says there's a partnership between the prophet and the king. The prophet talks to the king about the mind of God. I want to say this to those of us who are listening this morning. God wants to use your voice in kingly environments. God, God wants to use your voice as a voice of influence. There are people that have no idea what to do. They don't know which way uh, to go. They don't know what direction and what path uh, to take. But God wants to use your voice in kingly environments. God wants to walk you into high places. God wants to walk you into high uh, places in this season. The Bible says that while the enemy is blinded, they bring him before the king and the king says, God is, this is a victory. But the prophet says, no, sir, you didn't, you, you didn't, you didn't rock this victory. This victory doesn't belong to you. This victory belongs to God. When, when God puts you face to face with, with the enemy, when God puts you face to face and now the advice, see, because the perspective of the world is if somebody is attacking you, don't give them another chance to recover. Go ahead and kill them. Kill that thing off. See, but that's why the principles of service and mercy are important. See, your perspective there are people who have position, but they don't have the godly perspective. There are people who have position, but they don't have a godly uh, perspective concerning how to engage and how to deal with people. There are some things, if, if you want it to cease, you don't kill it. You don't fight it. 
But the Bible says that the prophet has a perspective that the king don't have. The king thinks that I should just kill this person. Let's just get rid of them so we don't have to have this problem anymore. The Bible says that the prophet tells the king, because you wrought, because God has wrought this victory, don't you fight them. Don't you kill them. They already don't have eyes. The Bible says that the prophet prays, their eyes come open, and now they're in the presence of uh, the king. When your enemy is in a vulnerable position, that's the time you got to be careful. The Bible says, uh, when your brother, when he's overtaken in the fall, when ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of meekness, considering yourself. When people are in vulnerable positions, when, when people are in compromising positions, you be mindful. You always be careful. Not watch this. God, he didn't say the person with the weakness, be careful. No, ye which are spiritual, you, you got to be careful to make sure that you re our assignment is to show mercy. Our assignment in this season is to restore people through mercy. Read second Kings chapter six. The Bible says that the prophet says we're not going to fight them. But this is what I want you to do. See, God wants to wants your influence to be used so that you can talk to the king, those who are in authority, those who are in large places, but don't have but don't have the expanded perception of things and perspective of how to deal with people. Uh, God wants you in the environment so that you can teach the king how to win for real. See, a victory is not in the heaviness of your hand. But the victory in this season is going to be wrought through the gentleness in your heart. The Bible says that the prophet tells the king, feed them, feed them, F feed them, <laughs> feed, feed them all through the Bible. Anytime there is an enemy, you feed them. What did Jesus, what did Jesus do with Judas when Judas was at the table? That the table was, they fed. I feed my enemies. I, I don't fight. Don't fight your enemies. Feed your. What did Joseph do? What did Joseph do after Jacob died and his brothers? He, he says, I'm going to feed you and your children. I'm going to take care of you even after you think that we're at a point that now I'm going to retaliate. I'm not going to retaliate. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to resist you. I am going to feed you. I'm, I'm going to supply to you what you didn't supply to me. I am going to give to you what you didn't give to me. The Bible says that the prophet, see, you are in the environment to, an, you're not in the environment just to, just to be a, ther, a, 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 a thermometer. You're in the environment to be a thermostat. See, you are in the environment to be a thermostat. To determine the temperature is peace. The temperature is long suffering. It's gentleness. It's, it's meekness. You determine what the temperament by. See, the temperature is determined by your temperament. See, the temperature is determined by your temperament. By, by, the, by, the, by the fruit. By your love walk. The Bible says that the prophet places a demand on the king. Walk in love. Walk in love. The Bible says that the king obeys the voice of the prophet. 
and they feed them. Now watch this. You read it in your leisure. You read it in your leisure. Second Kings chapter six. The Bible says that they fed their enemies. Their enemies showed up with swords surrounding the house that the sons had provided. Surrounding the environment that the people of God had provided. Attacking the prophet and his influence. But the Bible says that they fed their enemies. And then the Bible says they came no more into Samaria. They, they, they came no more into the camp. They, they, came, they came no more. See, there is a level of kindness that you can show to people that that unconditional acceptance will kill the fight. Love stops the fight. Love stops the fight. What did Jesus do on the cross? What did he do? He stopped the fight. He stopped the fight. Jesus was so kind that he killed the fight. Jesus was so kind that the enemy could no longer fight him. Watch this. Jesus, Jesus tapped into the supernatural. He, before he ascended, he descended to the lower parts of, of the earth. See, when you die to how your enemy has dealt, when you die to self, when, when you die to what you think, what you want, how you feel, when, when you give your mind and your perspective to how God wants you to deal with your enemy. Your next season is all about how you gonna treat your enemy. How are you gonna treat the people that betrayed you? How are you gonna deal with the people that abandoned and left you? See, a carnal perspective says, I'm gonna attack those who attack me. You kill my dog, I'm gonna kill your cat. That's a carnal perspective. But in prayer, you can't hear this. You ain't gonna hear this. Jesus says to, to them that can hear, Luke 6, 26, 27, this, this is a hard saying. It, it's for those who got ears to hear. See, if you can hear this particular word, if, if you can hear an instruction about the people that rubbed you the wrong way, I'm talking about just yesterday, the, the people that, that, that rubbed you the wrong way, if you can hear that instruction, see, there is a favor. There are things that won't chase you. There are things you will never deal with again. There is a level of, see, forgiveness stops things and it breaks cycles. Why does this keep happening? Because the enemy kept coming into the camp. See, lack comes into the camp. Attack comes into the camp. But forgiveness breaks the curse. Forgiveness breaks the curse. When you forgive people, when you show them mercy, how, how do you, Pastor Richie, how do you deal with curses? Forgive people. How do you, how do you deal with generational curses? I, I got a father, watch this, baby mothers, baby fathers. Uh, uh, he, he's attacking me. He's doing, feed that man, feed that girl, uh, uh, feed their ego, feed them. Don't fight them, F feed them, feed them, feed them, feed them, feed them. See, it's not about the fight, but you can't hear that. That's why prayer is so important. Lord, we thank you today. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace today. We thank you for your mercy today. Every person that has been attacked by an enemy, an enemy of death, a, a, a conflict, a, a conflict of interest, an, an enemy, 
a father against a mother, a mother against a father. The attack is fresh. Just that morning, you've dealt with something. And now this evening, God, God wants to put something on your heart. I pray for your heart today. I, I, I pray that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened. I pray that God would tenderize your heart, that you would hear an instruction, an instruction that comes from God. God, how do I deal with what's attacking me? How do I deal with what I'm facing today? I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that God would give you a gentleness, that God would give you a meekness, that God would give you a peace and a joy, that God would give you the fruit of love, that love would be in your heart, that love would be in your that it would be in your perspective today. I pray today, anything that's attacking you, like Joseph, that you would feed your enemies. Anything that's attacking you, like Christ, that you would feed your Judas. Anything that's attacking you, like Elisha, that you would feed your enemies today, that God would give you a perspective, that the temperature or taba of the environment, I pray today, oh God, give your people insight that the temperature in the environment will be determined by our temperament and we'll be so mindful to give you the praise, the honor and the glory in Jesus name. Amen. This is Pastor Richie. I love you. I am praying for you. I want you to understand. I want you to say this with me. And this is my perspective on life. Life, you are not my enemy, but life, you are my friend. I want you to say it with me. No matter what you do today, no matter what you do today, I want you to keep it kind.